Hi everyone. I have been wanting to launch my own podcast for a while now and I've been making it such a complicated process in my head, making it way more complicated than it needs to be. I've been thinking about the title of the podcast, the subtitle, what I want it to be about, where it's going to go, like all of the things. I've been thinking about all of the things except actually sitting down and recording the podcast. So my mentor Heather Chauvin talks about imperfect action. Take the action because that is where the growth and the progress happens. So I'm embodying that. I'm doing exactly as I'm told and I am doing exactly as I tell others to do. Imperfect action. So this is my very first podcast episode. It's not fancy. There's no music on it yet. The point of this podcast is one to provide you with value, of course. I don't want to just ramble about things where there's no point. Um I hope that you'll learn from this podcast or at least you'll laugh or maybe cry with me. I don't know, but I hope that you're going to gain something. by listening to this podcast. And two, the second point of this podcast is for me to practice talking um and practice having an opinion because I am a people pleaser at my core. Um I often let other people's preferences supersede mine because I feel like I don't care. So I am fine with taking, you know, the leftovers because I want other people to be happy. Yeah, this is me practicing my voice. This is me telling you what I think. Um and this is me learning how to stand up for myself and me practicing how to be a person in society with an opinion. <laughs> um because growing up Asian um as a child whenever you're reprimanded um my parents always said because i said so and i couldn't fight i couldn't argue um whenever i did argue about my punishment or whatever was happening i remembered my mom just telling me like oh you're so smart aren't you and then just dismissing everything and like it none of my opinions mattered so i think what happened was eventually i just stopped having opinions and um that's not really the way to live life um when you live life like that you aren't fulfilled and you're not living your own life you're living other people's lives and so me now i'm 33 i have decided that this life that i'm living is going to be mine so here we are this is the podcast this is tina's arena this is where i am in my life's arena figuring out my life and sharing what i've learned and what's helped me this is me on my journey to discovering my passion and my purpose all the while still playing and having fun and living life i guess i've already told you why i'm doing this but let me tell you who i am i am tina i'm vietnamese I was raised in Windsor, Ontario, Canada by immigrant parents. My parents fled the Vietnam War and came to Canada in about 19 in the 1980s. And so they my I fully recognize that my parents have lived an incredible life. 
or have seen and done incredible things. Um, fleeing Vietnam during war, they were one of the boat people, they landed in Malaysia, and then they finally settled in Windsor. And I am lucky enough to be born in Canada and lucky to have grown in a first world country. I'm incredibly privileged, I know. That's not to say I haven't struggled. And that's not to say that my struggles are invalid. I struggle a lot with self-esteem. Um, I struggle with mostly self-esteem. <laughs> Um, for a long time, like, I only wanted to hide, didn't want anyone to see me, um, but I've always had this, like, inner fire with, within me wanting to do something bigger. Um, I put on TEDx Windsor events in Windsor in 2018 and 2019, and I, I was a completely unknown person in Windsor, and I just decided I wanted to do this event. And so I put on my big girl pants and I started networking. I started reaching out to people. I recruited committee members and I put together with the help of my committee members, two amazing events that um, really shone a light in my little city of Windsor, Ontario. And I'm really, really proud of that. And that was definitely a defining moment in my life. Um, and I guess the what led me to put on TEDx Windsor was because I felt like there wasn't anything cool happening in the city. Um, so I wanted to bring something cool to the city. But I think even deeper than that, I feel like I wanted to be a speaker myself, but I was too scared and didn't have any confidence in myself to become a speaker so I was helping other people be speakers I was helping others do what I wanted to do because I didn't believe that I could do it for myself so I was supporting others on their journey before that I used to own a restaurant in downtown Windsor a Vietnamese restaurant so I am definitely a foodie I love food I love to eat I will eat constantly if you let me, if I let myself. Um, with, and I think that ties into my ADHD. Um, when I am too hungry, I cannot think about anything else. I just feel the fire in my stomach and I'm like, I need to eat. <laughs> um, that's me. Oh, I guess a big part that I'm missing out is definitely a defining characteristic for me was that I had an eating disorder for most of my 20s. I, I kind of call it like the lost decade because I didn't think about anything else except food for most of those years. And I was constantly dieting, constantly restricting. I did fast. I tried, you know, alternate day fasting, one meal a day, intermittent fasting. I tried keto. I ate carnivore. Um, the only thing I didn't do was go vegan. Um, I cut out carbs. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Let's not get into details, but I call it the lost decade because I feel like my growth was stunted for a long time because I could not 
think about anything else other than losing weight. Now, I mean, I, I even had the eating disorder while owning a restaurant, which was fun. <laughs> if you can sense the sarcasm there, that was interesting. I don't restrict my diet anymore. I haven't gained weight considerably for a long time. So the way that I eat now is sustaining my current weight and that's without restriction. That's eating what I want, what I want and um, living life. Basically, I don't say no to dinner dates because I feel like I need to diet. Um, I'm just living life and this is the weight that I am and it's fine. I went on a bit of a tangent, so I'm just gonna cut the video there, stop that. Sorry for the interrupted train of thought. I'm gonna talk about now um, who I am and what I do now and where I'm going. So I am a certified meditation teacher. I'm a spiritual psychology coach and I'm certified at the Institute of Eating Psychology as a mind-body eating coach. So what I am doing moving forward is helping people move through their emotional eating and heal those parts of themselves that cause them to emotionally eat. This is a really important topic for me because I struggled with an eating disorder for so long. I struggled with emotional eating and it is such a strain on life. It is addiction, full stop, addiction. But it is addiction to food, something that you can't cut cold turkey. It is an addiction that you have to face multiple times a day, every day. I know that not everyone has an eating disorder and it doesn't have to be that severe, but when you are struggling with food, it can feel like your whole world is just consumed by food and you just don't know what to do. There's so much conflicting information out there about what you should eat, what you should avoid, uh, what to eat, what time to eat. It's so hard to know what to do. And so I hope to help clarify that for a lot of people. That is my future. I'm working as basically a food freedom coach to free your life from the shackles of food and you know, hopefully we can get you enjoying life again because it doesn't have to be consumed by food. Food is something that should be enjoyed. I really believe that food is nourishing. I really believe that food brings us together and is something that we connect over. And when you are in the depths of that despair, you don't connect and you don't heal and you aren't present instead you're just thinking about the food like i don't want to get too deep into you know how messy and gross it can get and if you struggled in that way just know that you're not alone like as a person who had a full bone eating disorder for almost a decade who can now enjoy food and not feel guilty about it i want to tell you that it is possible for you to heal and it is entirely possible for you to feel like you're in control of your life again. So yeah, so that's me and that's who I am today. And that's the business that I am building. I'm really excited about this podcast. I'm finally putting something out there that is my voice and something that is not a joke all the time. Because if you follow me on Instagram, 
I often joke around about a lot of things and this is the avenue for me to be a little bit more serious and have longer form content. So I'm really excited about this and I hope that you join me for this journey. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, you know where to find me. I'm at Tina's underscore arena underscore on Instagram or my website is tinasarena.com. That's T-I-N-A-S-A-R-E-N-A.com. And if you're wondering why arena, it's because it rhymes with my name. <laughs> I also love that quote um, of the man in the arena. And if you don't know which one I'm talking about, I'll read it to you right now. The man in the arena quote is by Thomas Jefferson and it goes like this. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who knew neither victory nor defeat. I don't know if I read that quote well or if you got it, but the whole quote is about being in the arena, getting your hands dirty and trying. And for anyone that knows me, knows that I'm willing to get dirty. So cheers to the future and cheers to what's next. See you next time.